You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. Be ready. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. If you're listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Audible, and basically anywhere you guys listen to podcasts. You can even find us on Facebook. On our Facebook page, there's a link to all of our podcasts, so make sure you like us at the Multiverse Fancast or the Misfit Faction or themisfitfaction.com or other things. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. Today in the studio, I have Rob. Rob, how are you today? Hi, I'm glad to be here and be talking about a lot of exciting stuff. And special guest star from Cinematic Adventures and from your mom's phone book, Sean. Sean, how are you? Where are you I'm, from? I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm subbing for Ronnie. Subbing for Ronnie. Subbing for Ronnie. Discount yeah, Ronnie. I, that's yeah. what my mom said. Pretty much. Subbing for Ronnie. My mom said that Sean was coming over to your house tomorrow. Wait, I mean, what? I was already here, and I just felt like, eh, they want me to stay. It's fine. Sean just wanted another water, and I haven't brought it to him yet, no, so that's why still he's waiting. still Still here. waiting. Are those your sheets on the couch there set up? Are you sleeping here? Don't worry about it, Sean. But anyway, Sean actually looked over like, am I? <laughs> I was like, what sheets are you talking about? What, are you, what am I missing here? You mean the, called a bit. Go you, with it. You mean the Justice League pillow? Because we're so good with our bits. That's one of our strongest suits. <laughs> he's, such, he's good at improv. He's in the yes and idea. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, but anyway. And, so uh, we are very excited to be coming back because uh, we do have a little bit of a scheduling change uh, just uh behind-the-scenes stuff for us. We wanted to do a, an episode just on New York Comic Con and then one on just on DC Fandom, but from what we were told, New York Comic Con, it did not have the kind of showing that it, it usually does. Um, usually San Diego Comic Con is the big one where you're going to get yeah. news and trailers and announcements and this stuff, but New York has always been... New York has had that too. That's so, more of a cosplaying kind of thing. It is, and but they always like I know they did a lot of uh, Defender stuff back in the day when the Defenders mm-hmm. were coming out. All those shows they did stuff there. They had panels. They had this. Um, we talked to a couple of people, or at least I know I did talk to a couple of people that went to Comic Con, and they they were very un uh, very unimpressed with the lack of panels and kind yeah, of the lack of announcements. But it's also again, it's, it's the time. It's, it's, it's that one year pandemic. you can't and then we told them we said don't judge comic-con on this year yes right. you got you got to go next year hopefully when you know everything is a little back to normal yeah. um there was one big thing that came out of comic-con and that was uh, the ghostbusters they had a panel yeah, they, on, they, they had the panel that, on yeah. friday and they showed the movie and apparently oh. it was fantastic oh. it is getting great reviews so cannot that's, wait that's because there was excited. talk of them moving it to next year but yeah, I'm really glad they committed to doing the uh, the November uh, release. I, I really think Shang Chi kind of paved the way for releases for the rest of the year. That I everyone so kind too. of went, oh, there is a model for this available, and we can make money from this because they weren't sure how to do it. Uh, especially HBO Max kind of committed really early to doing both uh, mediums. And they're still but, doing it. Yeah. They're still doing it like for just this year. Dune is is going to be on both platforms. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, look at the look at the grosses. Halloween Kills is doing very well. Uh, no Time to Die mm-hmm. is doing very well. Mm-hmm. So I mean, people are going to go to the movies. I mean, Venom it's, it's did very Venom, well. Venom yeah. did well. So yeah, it's not what it was, but it's it's yeah. coming back. Yeah, I think know? also with Comic Con, we should just celebrate the fact that it came back. Like, yes, that's last it. year it wasn't on at that's all. It. And so this is a big celebration that they're just doing it again. And from what I've talked with people, yeah, they were disappointed with the, the panels, but they were excited with the crowds. Yeah, but it, I even talked to people who, like, they, they were talking about taking photos with the celebrities, and there's, like, the plexiglass in between. You couldn't get too close. So some yeah. people were saying, you know, it kind of took away a little bit. But um, one of the one of the unforeseen benefits of, of the whole pandemic situation was DC Fandom was born, and that's mm-hmm. how it was created. It was touted as basically a virtual Comic-Con. So we... We had it for the first time last year, and it was a lot of fun, a lot like a lot of just enjoyment throughout the day. So we are going to break down everything that came out of DC fandom, and I'm even surprised that Rob wanted to be on the podcast today because it's all DC. The whole episode's DC. <laughs> there are some exciting things. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for good DC movies are the movies we haven't seen yet, and then once we see them, they turn to crap. That's true. Easy, easy, everyone. Let's let's all let's all take a notch down. No, I'm just saying. You know, you, you like a DC movie until you see it. Let's calm down, all right? Everybody's getting a little riled already. He said that. Uh, Rob was thinking it. Rob was <laughs> nodding as, as Sean. As Sean. <laughs> nodding vigorously. Yeah. But uh, we're going to start with the biggest one, and I think arguably the one I was most excited to all see. Right, let's, and let's hear which one you were most excited. I, I want to start with the, with Batman. With the Batman. All right. Yeah, that was that was huge. So it, it was the trailer that most people were looking forward to because it was the only official full trailer. 
the the rest of the stuff like we yeah. got a teaser from the flash movie we which we're going to talk about and then it's a lot of behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff which which is cool don't get me wrong mm-hmm. um and also hearing pierce brosnan say that black adam's the most ambitious thing he's worked on and he did 10 years of bonds he he physically says that yeah he did like, i saw that, that that is a, a bold statement so let's start with the new trailer for the batman starring twilight's own robert pattinson <laughs> Uh, Sean, I thought you said Twilight Zone. I was Twilight. like, Wait, what? Yeah, that too. Sean, <clears throat> initial thoughts on the new Batman trailer? Well, uh, just after rewatching it upstairs on your uh, semi big screen TV, um, <laughs> the one on the floor. No, we we oh, put we put it back it? we put oh, it back up that. on his wall. Oh. Um, Come to recording on time sometime. Ah, we watch no, trailers I on my TV. Laundry to do. <laughs> I was very impressed by the trailer. It had a very film noir feel to it for me mm. um, and I and I love that and I'm hoping that that is true throughout the movie like we see that throughout the entire movie mm-hmm. um, it was very dark I mean maybe again it's just the lighting and, and you know just couldn't see everything but you get obviously you get the penguin you get uh, Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman uh, the only thing you really don't see is uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler you see him from behind you this great opening scene of the trailer I'm I'm really can't wait because everything I've read is that Paul Dano is just fantastic in this movie so he's great in everything oh, he's he does. fantastic he's in one everything of my, one of the most exciting actors um, out there right now the girl next door Andy Serkis I mean you, you, they give you everything I mean they give you Pattinson in the suit they give you Pattinson you know as Bruce Wayne um, some great shots that they, they put in the trailer so again a lot, a lot of rain it's a trailer <laughs> it's Gotham it's a trailer um, you know Everybody's making fun of, you know, Pattinson as Batman, but listen, except for Clooney, like who hasn't been good in the role? Now, you can be an Affleck, an Affleck fan. I'm not an Affleck fan, but he I have to respect that he did a decent job. So, um I'm I I can't wait till March. It's I'm looking forward to it. Rob? Yeah, um having seen the um sort of cobbled together footage that they put out like a year a year ago was it even? yeah, yeah a wow. year, almost to the day um, i i kind of had a sense of it already and this kind of and and i had suspicions and this just confirmed it for me um yeah i do like it has like a very detective film noir feel to it which is kind of cool uh the reluctant you know anti-hero leading it up um it's it's some really great shots that I hope land in the film itself. Um, I, yeah, Paul Dano, I'm very very excited with, and uh, he seems to be. Well, it seems all of the actors are really tearing into their roles. Like you know, is it is that Colin Farrell under all that rubber? Yeah, jeez. Um, he 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 looks great. Um, Paul Dano, he seems to you know for the few seconds that we see, seems to be really into it. Pattinson's going you know full on you know. I mean, he commits fully to everything that he does, um, but very like I like the limited palette from it. That there is a you know like maybe eight different shades of black and gray yeah. uh, in the whole thing, and, and very little color as a result. But and that really is Gotham. Gotham seems to be sort of like another character in this movie. Yeah, there a lot of interpretations of Batman have made the the city of Gotham its own unique breathing character, and it, it has its own unique aesthetic. And I like when like that and Metropolis really contrast with each yeah. other where Metropolis is like bright and colorful and people are happy and Superman's flying and he's saving kittens from trees mm. and then you got Batman where he's literally choking out a, a Joker thug and, and in the it's, subway. It's also very different than Tim Burton's uh, Gotham yeah. whereas he had this sort of art deco kind of funky 1920s feel. 1920s yeah. feel. German, German, German expressionism. Yeah, like after like Metropolis kind of feel to it. And then obviously Nolan had just tip it like Chicago. It was it Chicago. Just, it, was it, Chicago. Was, it was just, you know, it was, a, it was just a normal city. I almost kind of got a post-apocalyptic feel from felt this. Blade Runner-ish. And I, I, I felt, I I felt of... Blade Runner and oddly enough Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, you, no, I hear yeah, it. I, I definitely yeah. can see it. Um, I like how this version of Batman, he's a little bit more unhinged. He's he's very brutal. Mm. Um, there's a shot where he's just like wailing on this thug, and Catwoman's behind him, like, uh, crap, like what the hell? And he's he's just like wrecking this dude. It does feel very artsy. Yeah, like there's 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 a, a an independent feel to it, which is kind of neat. Um, I'm still not feeling his his hair choice in this. I hate to say. Oh, the the goth. Uh... It's it's very like. The e- long very hair, emo. very emo, Spider-Man like, Three. Oh God, don't even. 
So that that never really it still hasn't sat well with me. It looks better when he's like just taken off the mask and it's like all rumpled a little bit. Mm-hmm. But when he has it like perfectly straight and going down, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, I there's I know the shot you're talking about when he's on the streets and he has it coming down like that. It's with it's the weird sunglasses weird. Yeah. too. Yeah. Or um, I he got he got pretty ripped for it. You see the one shot of him like from behind mm-hmm. and he he's got some really good definition because I know he joked a lot about like, oh I didn't work out for this at all. I didn't do anything. Yeah, right. But um. I, I I'm very excited for it. The, the, I I am, but I'm worried at the same time. Which is fair. There's a lot of villains in this. Yeah, yeah they're I'm going that... they're going they're going big on the villain now again. Yeah. From the trailer, you would assume that Penguin is probably the main villain, and is Riddler kind of like the villain they're setting up for a sequel? You'll see him, but you know they're gonna you know tease him. They, you don't know. Um, but, you know, and then got, there's Selena Kyle. We got Selena Kyle. Is she just Selena Kyle in the movie? Is she gonna even have a Catwoman, you know, aspect? There to her? is a shot of her in the first trailer wearing like a Catwoman esque yeah. costume, but it's it's very. Is she gonna be like Anne Hathaway's Catwoman, or is she gonna be you know like yeah. more like Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman? We don't know. They're going they're going big with obviously the number of villains. Um, great cast. I mean, very 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 good cast. But what Batman movie doesn't have a good cast? Like yeah, they always go fair. big with the good actors. You know, ever, ever well, that's a DC thing. Is they go for and and that's it's plus and minus at the same time. Sometimes they put yeah. these great actors in, but sometimes you know they don't fit the role. Hence, George which is Clooney. ironic for the next film we're going to talk about. But first, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, the next film with arguably the bigger cast. But first, a quick break. Today's episode is brought to you by Ray's Energy Drinks from Rep Sports. Whether you're trying to crush your afternoon workout or just need a little extra pick-me-up, Ray's Energy is just the boost that you're going to need. So if you go to repsports.com and any product that you order, enter the code MISFIT89 at checkout to receive 15% off. Anything that you guys buy from that store helps our network grow, and we fully, fully appreciate everything you guys do. That's MISFIT89 at checkout, repsports.com. All right, we are back, and we're going to talk about. Uh, basically, we're, I think we're going in alphabetical order because that's just <laughs> the way I was going. But um, one of the movies that has been in production hell forever, like they announced this guy starring as this role, even before the Shazam movie, before was really... like even the MCU really took off. Like this was always a topic of conversation well, ever since he kind of came well, onto the scene. Wasn't um, wasn't uh, the Rock? basically offered Shazam and he turned it down for this. I, I do believe that's kind of how it worked, but yeah. um, we have Black Adam. Now, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, obviously, and uh, he has been hyping this movie forever. This has been like his, his almost like his baby, pro- his pet project. Yeah, he like he said in the announcement, he's like, this has been a huge passion project of mine. Which is great, and I love, because he does look just like Black Adam. Like he Does he? Yeah, oh, he's, he's, it's kind of scary. Yeah, I, and I he got, we, Sean and I don't know much about this. You so know, basically, so about, for those of you guys who don't know, and I'm not even an expert because I was never a, a Captain Marvel slash Shazam kind of guy uh, growing up. I, I get the, the aspect of it that people like, you know, the, the kid who turns into a superhero, that sort of stuff. Uh, but basically, Black Adam was the original champion of Shazam. So Shazam picked him first, and his powers come from the Egyptian gods, not the uh, Greek gods like uh, Shazam's do. I, I, I keep saying Shazam, Captain Marvel. It's all the same. It's so confusing. But um, Black Adam ends up going bad, and he gets locked away for thousands and thousands of years until he's released as Billy Batson becomes the new Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. now known as Shazam. And basically, this movie takes place... It, there. It looks like it's taking place during part-time um, ancient Egypt. It looks like a little bit of the early 1940s because the Justice Society is involved, which is really exciting because... This all technically takes place in the DC universe. So, like, all these movies that we've been seeing, they technically all take place in it. So, there isn't a whole lot of information about this movie at all. It's supposed to be coming out, though, in 2022, July 29th. So, like, it's it's not that far away. Less than a year away. And we haven't gotten... This isn't an actual, like, full full trailer. It's more behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, there is a shot of him in his uh, costume, and he does look fantastic. Yeah. Like, the costume looks great. You know, say what you will about the Shazam suit in the first movie. I dug it. I thought it was fun. And the new suits look great. But um, So did The Rock work out to uh, Just this? once. Oh, like, wow. literally once. He went to the gym once. That's all he did. 
he had uh, four dozen eggs like Gaston <laughs> just to get large. But no, he he um, he re- like this is like his peak. He says like I've seen pictures of him working out and training for it, and like how he looks physically. He looks fantastic, and he looks great to begin with. But he apparently like this is like brutal anti-hero type stuff. I, I think we all can all agree that everyone loves The Rock. Yes, and I think we all want The Rock to be successful. We want to see The Rock in a good movie, and I I think we haven't. I, I would argue that all of his movies have been middling to good. Like I don't think there's any real rock movie that's, and we've been wanting a good rock movie. So I'm hoping this is the one. I think for The Rock, though, what it is is he he's just so likable and charismatic yeah. that you could put him in a movie that's not necessarily that good, but we'll still enjoy it because he's good. Right. Um, we enjoy being with him. Yeah. So I I'm excited to see him. Not only not play like a nice guy, but also play a DC superhero. It's been well, well in the works. So I'm trying to think, has he ever played? I know Pain and, and Gain. He played someone who was like an ex-con, not that, nice. not a good person. Scorpion yeah. King. I, I'd go even further and say Get Smart. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Spoil, that was like his, spoiler was, alert for Get Smart. He played. He ends up being a villain in it. Yeah, that was. Is, is he villainous in the Fast and Furious nope. franchise? Because I've no. I've never seen one. No, he's like the. the he's just a hard ass cop. I yeah, mean, he, he's right. on a mission to you know that type of thing. So. But we also get characters that we got: Adam Smasher, Hawkman, uh, Isis, Cyclone, Doctor Fate, played by Pierce Brosnan of all people. Mm-hmm. Like that, what a stellar cast! Like really excited because Pierce Brosnan, he's got how old is he now, Sean? Do you know off the top of your head? He's got to be in his late sixties, if not maybe even early seventies. Sixty-eight. Wow, yeah. is he really? Sixty-eight. Wow. He looks great. Well, but I want to look that good at sixty-eight. I know. Yeah, he was uh, only a couple more years, right? I didn't want to say it. <laughs> He was pushing. He was pushing forty when he got James Bond back in ninety five. Yeah, so. that's true because he had Remington Steel forever. Yep. Oh God, Remington Steel. Well, that's why he lost out on the Bond films yeah. earlier on. Yeah. Oh, and who got it instead of him at Timothy the time? Dalton. It was Timothy mm-hmm. Dalton. They look the exact same sometimes. It's it's Dalton. Yeah, yeah Dalton and Pierce Brosnan at their peaks. All right. I they looked very yeah. similar. Well, you'll know more in our uh, James Bond month coming next mm-hmm. month. Oh, we got and we got some fun. Shameless, shameless, shameless plug. Shameless plug. Oh. Shameless plug. Yeah, don't worry. I'm going to plug at the end of the episode too. Uh, go I'm, a, I'm just on the okay. final note for Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. I'm just excited because I know very little about this character, um, and I, I feel like the movie's going to be in it. like you know when an Aquaman movie comes out, it's like okay, I know who Aquaman is. I've seen enough of it, but I, you know I've never seen anything with Black Adam. I know there have been cartoon mm-hmm. animated animated versions of it, but. So I'm, I'm excited just because this is something totally new. Well, Black Adam is a lot like he's almost like a DC Venom type situation where oh, yeah. he t- he started off as a pure villain. Like he was just a bad guy. He was Captain Marvel's arch, arch enemy besides Doctor Savannah, and like that was it. He was the bad guy, mm. and he became so popular that they made him into that anti-hero type role. He's mm. been on all sorts of superhero teams. He's been around for a long time, so it, it's it's good that to get characters that aren't necessarily the goody two shoes like. I, I hate to say, and this isn't a dig against Marvel, but Marvel characters were very similar, um, just in t- especially the comedic stuff. Like yeah. they were all they were all quipping and making oh, jokes. Yeah. Even Captain America had quips. Like no, he yeah. had the quotable lines that we all had. DC is DC does a little bit, not a better job, but just a different job of making characters that aren't necessarily just like goofy and fun, which is ironic considering what we're talking about next. But um, yeah, it's it's like Rob said. Cap, uh, Black Adam hasn't gotten his time in the sun, no. so I'm I'm excited to see it, and then set it up for him versus Shazam. Like, you, th- you think Shazam's going to be in the Black Adam movie? I could see maybe some sort of fast forward or something along those lines. Um, maybe like he gets awoken, awakens. Awoken? Oh, I like awoken. Let's awoken. go with that. He wakes up um, when Billy Batson gets the powers of Shazam. Billy Batson. Yeah. Because I I know we we've talked about Shazam on the on the show. I don't I don't think Rob you were on for that episode, but for which one? Shazam. When we did that, no, Shazam. I don't think I did. Because yeah. that was one of the last episodes we did before our seven-year hiatus. <laughs> but um, I, I really enoy Shazam, and I and I, I enjoy the movie, uh, especially because it takes place during Christmas. I so love those things. Well, I, you know. I, I know. And there's a funny bit with the strip club, which is hilarious too. But um, I really enjoyed Shazam, even though I didn't think I would. So I'm I'm excited to see almost the world building from something that I already enjoyed once. Now, speaking of sequels uh, to movies that I surprisingly enjoyed, we also had our first look at Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Sean, what were your thoughts on the first Aquaman? Mm, not a movie I really needed to really see again. Um, it was it was good. Um, it was definitely it really captured to me uh, fed off the uh, Josh Whedon 
Justice League, especially more, not so much after watching the Zack Schneider Justice League. It's a totally different movie, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Like, it really, to me, followed the Josh Whedon Justice League atmosphere than the Zack Schneider. Like him sitting on the lasso of truth telling all the the things. Well, that's the thing. So, to me, if, if, if we had gotten Zack Schneider's Justice League the way it was meant to be seen, I feel like Aquaman would have been such a weird movie. It would have just been. I think it would have been a letdown. That's fair because it's, it's the it's the. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. like because there there are moments in Zack Snyder's Justice League where you see kind of that goofy Aquaman, like you know when Cyborg catches him and he's like, "My man," I still love that line. I know I don't know why you hate it so much. I, I hate the surfer dude, bro, Aquaman. Why? Because to me, that's that's not Aquaman. Aquaman is is well, more not stoic that than this that. This isn't this. He's not Aquaman yet. He doesn't even have the orange suit. Is he gonna go blonde? He does have blonde highlights in, in Aquaman. The movie. I want yeah, I want the orange suit, the green pants. He got them. He got those, and he made them work somehow. We still don't know how it works, but and like from Brave and the Bold, I want him shouting outrageous. Oh, that's okay, but <laughs> being a surfer guy when you're a fish-based superhero, preposterous. Uh, what did you think of Aquaman, though, Rob? Like the uh, movie? Uh, it had some fun action sequences. I remember that. Like, I remember one scene where he and Mantis were chasing each other through uh, one city or something like that. You mean Black Manta? Yeah. Not Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> Not Palm Clementoff? No, I was thinking Mantis, as in praying Mantis from the uh, television show Mantis. Oh, I gotcha. Um, I gotcha. Deep cut. Wow. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, I liked that sequence. Uh, I thought it had some really fun moments to it. Uh, it was better than I thought it was going to be, but I think, like Sean said, not really a movie I needed to see more than once. It's funny because it's been on uh, TNT a lot. And yeah. Yes, it has. I, I've been watching. Well, TNT did a whole lot of DC stuff for uh, obviously leading up to the DC fandom. They were showing every DC oh, yeah. movie. I think it's in TNT owned by like Warner Brothers now. I yeah. think that's probably why. And that's why they were able to show Titans on there. Um... So. I, I rewatched it and I, I really do enjoy it. It there's some there's some cringy moments and then there's some weird tone shifts. See, I like the cringy moments because I think it's doing that on purpose. It's yeah. leaning into the goofiness. Yeah, like and then they also embrace the the Aquaman tropes. Like he does get on a on a giant seahorse at yeah. one point. He gets the orange uh, and green outfit and he he makes it work. Like it's it's a great hero shot when he comes out of the waterfall with it. Um and you know like obviously Orm call me. Ocean Master. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I I love those things. Those, those are my and obviously uh, Judy Dench as a giant kraken. Like you Julie Andrews. Oh, Julie Andrews. Excuse me. Thank you. That's but, a very different superhero then. Yeah, I know, right? But so they released the first kind of shots and behind the scenes look. Um, Aquaman has a new uh, black suit, which which does look pretty cool. Um, I'm I'm into it. We got our first look at at Black Manta's got his new outfit, which is uh more comic book accurate. Mm. Uh, Mira's returning, played by Amber Heard, despite the entire world. I don't know world. what to feel about that. I don't either. Some contracts you just can't get out of. But and then we have uh, Orm returning as Ocean Master as well, which is uh, it stacked cast. Like what's, what's his name? What's that actor's name? It's gonna drive me crazy. Uh, Conjuring. Also. Oh, Patrick Wilson. Patrick Thank you. Wilson. Thank, Thank you, you, Sean. You're Thank well, God for I, Sean. Patrick Wilson is just a, a good, reliable actor. Oh, he is very good. Yeah. So, and he's done a lot of good stuff. Even like uh, the first thing I saw him in was Watchmen, and I really yeah. enjoyed him. And I Watchmen. loved him in the A Team. He just had oh, a lot yeah. of fun playing Hands that bad up. guy. Oh, it was it just up. like Call of Duty. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm excited for Aquaman. We don't know too much about it besides the fact that it's just called Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So I, I'm I'm excited. You know, especially they're bringing back Black Manta was really fun in it, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. Black Manta. Yeah. That was an um, interesting character. And, you know, he had purpose. And, like, he showed that Aquaman's kind of a douche. Like, he's like, hey, you killed all these innocent people. Your dad can, like, the, the sea will sort you two out. Like, he leaves his father there to die. Um, so Aquaman is, uh, I, that opening scene in the submarine is really fun. So I just realized the first time I saw Patrick Wilson, it was in Hard Candy. Ooh, Have you ever seen yeah. that one? Uh, with um, Elliot Page. Yeah. Uh, where he uh, plays an online predator yeah and patrick wilson does yeah and elliot page at the time as as as, as, as a uh what's what was her what was ellen name? page ellen page she was ellen page at the time and she like plays an underage individual that captures him and tortures him yeah oh, nice savage it, it is a hard to watch movie Oof. yeah uh going down the line though talking about just terrible people we got peacemaker now, John good, Cena. Good segue. I, like I know, that. right? I'm working really hard on these. So John Cena is returning as uh, the character established in the Suicide Squad as Peacemaker. 
Sean, what did you think of Peacemaker from the Suicide Squad movie? I just wasn't a fan of the new Suicide Squad movie, so like I have absolutely no desire to see this. Really? That's, yeah. Well, that is, that I is. just, I'm sorry. That's that. I don't know what it was. The new, the new uh, one just didn't do it for me. I just thought it was. Did you like the old one better? <sighs> I didn't have a problem it. with. I didn't have a problem with the the first one as much, but mm. I just felt like this one. It just was like oh, let's just go more for the violence and the language. And I was like, mm. okay. The story just didn't do it for me. The characters really didn't do it for me. But, um, so I'm indifferent on this one. Okay. Like, you know, I'll give it a shot, but I'm not waiting in the wings to be like, oh, I have to see this. Right. Now, is it a it's a show or it's a movie? It's an eight-episode show that's oh, okay. been so renewed it's... for a second season. Okay, so it's like Disney Plus with the Hawkeye. And, yeah. You know. yeah, HBO Max is really going to town with, with their content for DC because, I mean, it's, it's, an, it's a well, cash Disney's, cow. Well, like, Disney's now got the Marvel show, so they got to keep up with that. You yeah. know? And, and I'm fine with them. If they want to do like the Zack Snyder stuff on HBO Max, like mm-hmm. kind of keep that universe going there, They'll get subscribers. People oh, will yeah. stay. Like that's why people wanted HBO. Everybody petitioned HBO Max to do the Snyder Cut, and it was one of the smartest marketing things they had. You know, oh they, yeah, it brought in all the viewers. Yeah, and, and subscribers. So yeah. it, it's not a dumb move. Uh, Rob, what did you think of Peacemaker from the Suicide Squad? Uh, I like John Cena. Uh, he's kind of a a low rent rock. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and he's goofy. Sometimes he's a little too goofy. Like he's it's like a a, a self aware winking at the camera. Look how goofy I am. Um, so like there were a couple moments from the uh, trailer that I was like, uh, he's 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 leaning into it a little, little too much. Little too like much. when he was dancing around in his underwear, I'm like, okay, I've seen this a, a few too many times. We we saw this in the movie. Yeah, I, I appreciate continuity, but do I really need to see John Cena um, in his tidy whities again? He, I I like like I I think he's capable of some serious acting too. So I'm hoping he does a little bit of that too in this because he he's. It looks found, like it's got the bones for it. Yeah, he's found so much success as a comedic actor in like some straight up comedy, straight up flat out just comedies. Uh, blockers. Uh, yeah, blockers. Which, which was actually it was very funny. I was surprised how much I actually enjoyed it. But he's sort of doing the opposite route of Chris Pratt, whereas Chris Pratt was the funny guy that went now all serious and like action movie, action movie. Now he was you know Cena was all action and everything, and now he's going the complete comedy. So I you know the two of them need to meet somewhere in the middle and and combine the two of them. Yeah, I agree. But I love James Gunn, and it's got I I think it almost kind of looks like James Gunn is going to be going back to some of his earlier roots from like Slither and stuff like that and Super with this show because there were a couple moments I'm like oh that's just like very this. super and, yeah. it's got, it had a very super feel to it so. uh, but for me like this show it looks interesting um, there are so many DC assassins or DC hitmen type characters mm. that you could pull from um, and also it's a TV show It's it's got no need for a television rating because it's on HBO Max right. I, I, I could see them doing some fun stuff with it they already like you see Vigilante in the trailer you see uh, another character in the green suit that I, I, don't, I don't recognize know. off the top of my head so they have some potential I, I want it to be like almost like a Legends of Tomorrow type show where it's like mm-hmm. a rotating roster of just de- we don't know if he's actually in the Suicide Squad still. Yeah. I don't think, you know, it, he's out of Looks jail. Looks like he's kind of doing his own team. But it's the same people from the end of the Suicide Squad. Oh, is it? Yeah, the same two people. Okay. But, I was glad to see Robert Patrick in there as his father. Yes, um, that was funny. That's exciting. Uh, and Eagly. Yeah, and he gets a hug from the Eagle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Eagly, his, his, his sidekick, Eagly. <laughs> Oh, but I, I'm excited. I'll give it a shot. I yeah, definitely, yeah. and I'm sure we'll talk about it on the show when it when it drops. Because, um, it, what it, I think it's only eight episodes. It is. Long. Yeah, it's not long. Uh, and they'll probably release it one week at a time. Yeah, just like they did for Titans, which is finishing up its season. I and think. And Doom Patrol, which is right in the middle of their season. We can still got to talk about Doom Patrol mm-hmm. too. Uh, but speaking of which, both uh, at DC Fandom, Titans and Doom Patrol both renewed for new seasons. Okay. And they also surprise dropped the first two episodes of the newest Young Justice season without telling anybody. That's that's the animated one. Yep. Right? Okay. Out of nowhere. Now going down to the next one. This is probably the one that I I might next to the Batman the most excited I am. We got the Flash. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with Super Pets. No, not Super Pets. Sorry. <laughs> we got the Flash, and the reason I'm super excited is so I'm I'm going down this list, and the the thumbnail for the trailer now is you're talking about the movie Flash. The movie Flash. Uh, okay is there are two Ezra Millers and Supergirl standing in the Michael Keaton Batcave. That's what the the screen grab is right now of the, the trailer. And just that alone gets me super excited. So Who's playing Supergirl? Uh, her name is Sasha... Oh, I can't... I, it's going to drive me crazy. But um, 
Sean, you're a big fan of the Michael Keaton. Oh, I am. So how are you feeling about, while well, I look this up, <laughs> scrolling there's there's a lot of announcements holy cow yeah i know how do i feel paul what how do you feel about? about um bringing back michael keaton for this i know we talked I, about it on i i think it's you know it's, sasha kale thank you everyone you're welcome um i think it's a brilliant move by um by warner brothers it's a smart move um well michael keaton has again you know in the last 10 years has just like redone his career. I mean, he's always been a very good actor, but now it's just like he's finally become like this well-respected character actor. Like any movie he's in, it's mm. like watch it. I think gonna, Spotlight you know, probably did oh, that. Spotlight did that. Birdman did that. Oh, Birdman. Um, you know, so he's he's real like rejuvenated his career. And I'm I'm actually surprised I mean, I'm surprised he agreed to do mm. this because he's not um I wouldn't say he hasn't run away from from Batman, but you could definitely sense, you know, he kind of was just like, "All right, don't bring well, this, yeah, that's don't what bring Birdman this up." Was about. Birdman kind of was like that. I mean, it was just like, "Okay, it's an actor who played the superhero, yada yada yada," and now you're dealing with the after effects of your career like that. So, I'm very, I'm very excited for this. Um, it's, I hope it's not a one-off. I hope we get more after this movie, whether it's a Batman Beyond movie or. Or something, but in this scene, I mean, like, if you see him in the suit, I'm just like, oh. There are shots of him in the trailer of you can that see, suit. Yeah, of the, see suit. the back of the suit, yeah. Yeah, I just, is it him? You know, That's I don't the, know. But he it's did say that it still fits. different. Slightly different. Yeah, yeah. they, they altered it a little bit. I am, I am, ecsta- I mean, I'm more excited for him than I am for The Flash. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, 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 and I don't know if Batman's only, like, 10 minute scene and that's it like we don't know so yeah because they're, they're adapting Flashpoint where Barry goes back in time to stop his mother from being murdered Could we do, and that's the question is this movie in continuity with the Zack Snyder Barry or, or the Josh Whedon because Zack Snyder's Barry was very different oh yes alright I, I gotta stop you and I gotta show this have you seen this this uh, is this is him introducing it on DC Fandom yeah what is he doing He's wearing his. He's got a very unique style. <laughs> this is Ezra Miller. Yeah, Ezra he's Miller wearing, has a very unique a, style. A, he's got like a, a jeans cut off vest. He's got a dog collar on. He's showing a lot of chest hair. Why are you judging him so hard? Because that's just, he's not wearing that in the movie. You're being a little judgy right now. You, you do you, Ezra Miller. Yeah, Ezra Miller <laughs> has a very unique style to him. But uh, I, I enjoyed. Barry Allen in in both iterations of Justice League. I did too. I, I was I was okay. It wasn't. It was very much um, just different takes on the character. But I in both movies, I enjoy the character. It's I, not I like it's not better. like Cyborg where there totally is no character in, in yeah. you know in in Josh Whedon and there's a lot more in uh, Zack Snyder. But uh, I, that's a good point. Whether is this going to be the Josh Whedon uh, Flash, or is this going to be, or did they go back and retweak it after Justice League came out? What I like to think is also, there's two Ezra Miller Barry Allens in this. Yes. So, we are going through different multiverses in different times. So, one of them is the Josh Whedon one, and one of them is That would be the funniest thing, but I don't think WB has the balls to pull it off. I really don't. Is it the same actress playing uh, Iris from the the Zack Schneider? Iris is still playing. uh, They only recast his father because Billy Crudup couldn't do it. Right. Yeah. And now it's uh, Ron Livingston. Um, not bad. Yeah, but and Ben Affleck's coming back as as Batman too. Okay. So I'm super excited. Um, the the trailer did not show too much. No. no. Um, but you think I, we're gonna get any Wonder Woman or Superman or I want to Cyborg. There's a, there are theories that he's gonna travel to each to like a bunch of different multiverses and have an effect on different points of history for these superheroes, and that's yeah. why like Supergirl's there, and because Supergirl is in this played by like I said uh, Sasha Kale. Or Calais, whatever. Uh, she's not listening. So, like, we have a lot of different um, possibilities for this. So, I- I'm very excited. I want to see if they're going to introduce the reverse Flash. So he's how, a big part of Flashpoint. How Boy. nervous are you that... They're going to erase all the continuity? No, no, not that. Just how nervous are you that the TV show already did this? And, and like, did the... not stick the landing of it? Nah. No. I'm so, how, did, how did they not stick the landing? It lasted one episode. Okay. And then Barry went back and tried to fix it. And then it just got more complex from that. Yeah, well, they, I, so it's been a while since I've seen at it. At the end of, I think, season two. It was, season, it was the season two finale. Where yeah, Barry goes back in time and stops Eobard Thawne from killing his mom. And then season three opens up with the episode Flashpoint. And 
it took Barry lived there for like months before mm-hmm. he was like, I think I should change things back just because Wally became fla- the Flash and died. Right. Or I think got hurt or something like that. So he's like, all right, I got to fix it. But Jay Garrick stops him. Cause he, yes. Yeah, and it's a great scene where he takes like this teacup and he and he shatters it. And he's like, all right, now put the teacup back together. So he takes the piece and he puts it on. He's like, even though you put it back together, there's still cracks. You can't fix it, mm. the, uh, the timeline, just by going back and unredoing or whatever it is. So it only lasted a couple of – like there were ramifications, but for the most part it was one and done. So I'm excited, but I'm also – well, exceptionally nervous Here's- yeah and that's the thing it's like obviously we're gonna get another wonder woman movie um so does that i mean are we to expect that he's not gonna screw with the continuity who knows they could always just tweak it like, like they a, can. yeah like they did on the flash tv show where minor things were different like diggle had a son instead of a daughter or yeah. vice versa i forget what it was but um you, you can always play around with it and still keep like some of these characters but have them like if you want to have all right well here's wonder woman and it's still gal gadot and then here's batman and it's you know um pattinson and flash is the only one going no 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 this isn't right like you could still go with that if you if they really want to put a cohesive universe together this is their opportunity to do so because if if you change history like look at back to the future Back to the Future, Marty McFly changes his entire family's history, and nobody bats an eyelash. Like, the audience is like, oh, yeah, everybody's happier now. Let's Back to the Future this. If you really want to change it, put it together so that it's one cohesive universe, and let Sleeping Dogs lie. Not to point. mention that all of his relatives look like Michael J. Fox and not Crispin Glover. So weird, right? <laughs> so so weird. So true. Hey, doesn't our kid look like that kid you dated? No, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. George, uh, all right. So I want to talk about Flash. Um, I'm worried about uh, what? How do you say his name? Andy Machete. Yes. Um, because have we seen both? It's oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. First one, fantastic. Second one, what are your thoughts? Oh, it's just like the TV movie. It's it's it's, yeah, it's, it's it, the kids are the driving force of the story. Once they become adults, it kind of just loses something. Yeah. So it's it's a very hard. It's very hard to do, even then. And they got they got really good actors to do it, but it just it was still very good. But it just didn't it didn't no it didn't drive me as much impact. as as the ones with the kids. So um, for me, it was very monotonous. It just kept going. Yeah, and, it was it was it was too long. It, it was too didn't long. stick the same landing. And I worry about like Paul said, you know, about the show not sticking the landing. That Machete won't be able to do it either. Um, it really depends on if they actually have a plan for moving forward. That's the biggest thing. Uh, if they yeah. if they want to just do Flashpoint have a plan? Come easy, on. easy. DC <laughs> did have a plan. It, <laughs> it did have a plan, and then Warner Brothers stepped in and said, "We don't like your plan." Well, it wasn't a good plan then. Easy. <laughs> I do like. I, I just love doing. Here's that. here's an odd comment to come from me because I never comment about suits at all. I do like the Flash suit. That the new looks one, that very Flashpointish. Very good. Which that's kind of cool. With the, the new light, he has the Flash ring you see in one of the shots. Yeah. So I, I'm excited. I love uh, when a, he a lot of Wayne Manor stuff. That's it. I love when he. You could tell that's the Batmobile, and he takes yeah. the sheet off, and then it cuts. And it cuts the black. But you hear him go like, "Oh my god!" That is one of the few scenes from the original. Uh, are from the Justice, Joss Whedon Justice League that they took mm-hmm. out for the Snyder Cut that I really was upset about when he they go into the Batcave and he's like wow it's like a cave like a Batcave and then he's sitting in the Batmobile like the happiest boy like yeah. that that's one of my favorite scenes I gotta say something about Ezra Miller have you ever seen the film we need to uh, t- we need to talk about Kevin yeah that's really that. disturbing it, it essentially Ezra Miller plays it's a, like the after effect yeah he's him. a school shooter um, and the movie is now all about his mother having to deal with the fact that she raised a school shooter. And Ezra Miller is really creepy and weird in it. And, and, and he's, yeah. he's really great in it. But but it really just shows the range that Ezra Miller has. Yeah. I mean, even like the Fantastic Beast movies, he plays that, that creepy loner very well. Yeah. But then he has that big personality that he yeah. can he's, 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 And it's interesting. That's why I wanted to point out, you know, just how he looked in those DC fandom things. Because... He's clearly a complex character, mm-hmm. um, and he brings that complexity to his acting, which is neat. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of a future there is for Ezra Miller. Yeah, he kind of reminds me of almost like a, a, a River Phoenix kind of, uh, of. You know, hopefully he doesn't end the same way that River Phoenix's future did. There but, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a joke. <laughs> uh, so speaking of fun costumes, and because we did talk about the new Flash shoot, we have Shazam: Fury of the Gods. We have our first look at. Uh, the return of Zachary Levi as Shazam, new costumes, new Shazam family look, uh, bad guys. Helen Mirren is a bad guy? 
What? I'm Isn't she bad in the Fast and the Furious movie? Not really. Oh, really? No, Again, I've really. never seen a Fast. Stop nor, commenting on movies that you haven't I've seen yet. I've never seen a Fast nor Furious movie. I've seen a slow and mediocre movie. No. Um, so we got our first look. It's mostly behind the scenes shots. Um, it's not a whole lot of new content per se, but I am really digging Zachary Levi's new look for uh, Shazam. Uh, he looks more confident. He looks mm. like... You know the suit looks much better, even though I did like the uh, the Shazam suit in the first one, but um, really nothing new and in, in terms of story. But uh, Rob, what do you think, Shazam: Fury of the Gods? What are your thoughts? I I watched it. Uh, I it, they were showing the actors, and they're like, "It's that actor from the first movie." I'm like, I don't remember any of these people. <laughs> like nothing. Only Zach Levi stands out to me. Mm-hmm. It was a fun movie, but I, I don't, didn't have very many nagging questions from the first one that I feel need to be answered in a sequel. I hope it's good. I hope it succeeds. I don't wish it ill, but I don't feel anything for it. That's fair. Sean? Sounds about the right sound. Same for me. Um, I enjoyed the movie, but it's, again, not a movie that I don't think I've seen since. Um, but... I'm I'm down for another one and looking forward to seeing it. I'll, I'll be yeah. there. Yeah, I'll see if, it. I'll be, if, if I'll it, be there. You know, if it's on television, I'll be like, oh, it's that movie, and I'll sit and watch it for a few minutes. You know, it's not like Aquaman where I'm like, ah, oh, it's that movie, and then change the channel. <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoy the first Shazam. I think it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Yeah. It it has some great movie uh, movie moments. Mm-hmm. The the shot of him after his mother rejects him and then he runs to the roof and turns into Shazam. Still one of my favorite hero shots. When he jumps off the roof and he the lightning hits him and he flies off, I was like, "That's just a really cool shot." Or um, when he uh, transforms in the carnival and he's like walking all dramatic and he trains. Yeah. And obviously, when uh, the whole Shazam family changes, it's Who? just. I'm like, who's the bad guy of that movie? Uh, what the actor? And I'm so. Oh, Mark Strong. That's yes. that. Thank you. Okay. It was it was probably his best. Marvel or DC villain role. I like Mark Strong. I, I, I do like, like Mark, Mark Strong, Strong also. And I still love that scene when they're both in the sky and Mark Strong is giving his He's little doing the monologue. monologue and oh, yeah. Shazam's like, I can't hear you. Can you come closer? <laughs> We're like three miles apart. There's cars. And like, it's like a dark villain speech. Yeah. He's like, I'll, it's eat, goofy. You. I'll that, eat your heart. That, that is still one thing I'm still shocked by. The casting of Zachary Levi. It, he was good, but I mean, I remember when they cast him going... Wait a minute, Chuck? You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're I cast remember him Chuck, Chuck as a superhero. You're gonna give him a fake muscle suit? Like it was very, very interesting casting, but I think he pulled it off because he, he has that inner child. Yeah, I think yeah. he he grasps the inner child part to it. I think more probably than anyone else. Because I'm sorry, I, I guess Rock the Rock could have pulled that off, but mm-hmm. I, I think. Zachary Levy did a good I, job. I think he did the better job. And I think also his new costume, he specifically wanted them to take down the padding. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, so th- that's the problem. Zachary Levi did get into great shape for Shazam. Like, he, he posted pictures at the gym and stuff like that. He got into great shape, but the costume was was just padded and bulky. Yeah. Like, it was designed to make him look bigger and that, you know, to contrast the small child frame. So there were times where you could definitely tell he, they were adding too much because he he moved really wonky in it sometimes. Yeah. I think this suit is much tighter so that it can show off that like he's like, hey, I, I did do this. Please stop making fun of me. He, he also looked a little bit better. Like in the first Shazam, his his face looked a little puffy like like it, he had collagen implants or something like yeah. that. Whereas here, it, he looks a little bit more lean, natural. Very lean. Yeah. And, you know, obviously they got the rest of the Shazam family coming back. There's a great shot of Freddy as his superhero persona, like doing an interview, and you can tell he's being like goofy and fun. Because that was fun when Freddy transformed. And oh, he's yeah. like, I've studied the moves of every single superhero. What do you got? And like the, the demon like lets out his claws. He's like, well, that's terrifying. <laughs> and he runs away. Um, so those are the biggest uh, trailers and videos uh, with new content. Some, some other fun things. Uh, the Flash for the TV show, he's getting a new costume, which includes his iconic gold boots. Everybody, does calm come, down. Does it come with a lightsaber? No, no lightsaber, unfortunately. We don't want to talk about that. But Because uh, they are doing their, their first... Um, they redesigned his chest, uh, chest uh, piece too. But is that is that much. show hitting its uh, final? It's season eight is starting with a five part Armageddon mega event. It's not so much a crossover, but it's going to be five episodes called Armageddon, where they're dealing with a villain. I think they're dealing with Despero or mm. something along those lines. But um, and it's going to include characters from all the other shows. Mm. I would like to just, because I, I keep forgetting to mention this, I, I watched DC Fandom as the rest of us did, and I was also watching the chat. Did you happen to no, watch the chat? No, I didn't watch the chat. Every maybe like 15 to 20 posts in the chat was someone just spamming, 
Marvel, 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 Marvel. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> and I was not one of those people, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I just I couldn't believe how how much they were doing that. Um, I I I still watch The Flash. It is one of the shows that I stayed very consistent on. Supergirl, I fell off of. Arrow, we finished to the end. Right, that um, finished, yeah. Legends of Tomorrow, I'm just behind on. I want to, I need to catch up. Uh, Star Girl, same thing. But um, The Flash is. It, it is so up and down, unfortunately. And when it's down, it's bad. Um, the season finale got all the memes and all the making fun of. Was that the lightsaber that episode? That was the lightsaber yeah. episode. Um, even though it, it was the return of Eobard Thawne. Same actor? Played by uh, Tom Cavanaugh. And everyone was like, yes! And then they take out Speed Force lightsabers. And everyone's like, the hell? Wait, what? he came back as Tom Cavanaugh? And not yeah, the, we uh, don't need to talk about it. It's just at this point, at this point, who knows? I gave up on all those shows. I yeah, just I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with them. The quality, well, the thing is when you have a show that's around as long as those shows, the quality will inevitably decrease. Absolutely. It's just the way that it goes. Yeah. Um, now, here's a show we hope doesn't. Uh, Superman and Lois did a behind-the-scenes type uh, mm-hmm. video. Superman and Lois was a fantastic first season. It was so incredibly good, and I really hope they build up, they keep the momentum going. Uh, Stargirl was like that, too. Stargirl had a really good first season. Yeah. I, I only watched the first episode of season two, so I'm a little bit behind. Uh, they did a farewell tribute to Supergirl. I, again, I fell off Supergirl. Right after Crisis on Infinite Earths, I, I really started falling off these shows. I stopped watching Supergirl after season one. I just felt it lost something after it moved season to Season one? Jeez. Oh, that's, I, that's, I got about three in. Maybe four. Yeah, so we're going to pause. So now that my dramatic pause is over because Sean God, just... Oh, just just laid, let that go, That man. was like a three-hour pause. Seriously. We did a whole other podcast in that pause. But anyway, uh, we're going to throw it to Rob for the next bit of... Uh, DC Fandomian. Alright, so yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that came out. First of all, the very first glimpse we got was of the DC's League of Super Pets. This is where we're at. <laughs> this is where, this is what? where we Who's are. Who's not excited Wait, about this? Crypto's getting his own show? Crypto, as it's voiced a, is it by a, is The it a Rock. Movie? Is it a movie? It's or? a movie. Yeah. Yeah, it Dwayne will hit, Johnson. It will and hit Kevin screens Hart. May twentieth, twenty twenty-two. Next thing you tell um, me, Chris Pratt's playing Mario. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is in this. Who's he voicing? I don't know. <laughs> Kate McKinnon, Natasha Lyonne, Diego Luna. I, I'm. It's a fun cast. It, it does. I have to say, the vibe that I got from the very brief trailer was sort of a Secret Life of Pets kind of feel to it. Never saw it. It's very family friendly. It's okay. My, uh, my uh, epitome of cats and dogs type movies was yeah. the movie Cats and Dogs. <laughs> Oof. With Tobey Maguire as the dog. Didn't that have a... Uh, it was uh, like Baby Geniuses was, was, did that Did that have the subtitle of Kitty Galore or was that That's the, the second sequel? one. That, that was, was the, the second sequel. one. Okay. The Revenge of Kitty Galore uh, or something like that. I mean, I don't know. I didn't watch either. Weird nerds. <laughs> Never seen these movies. I just want to state that the the expert has spoken here. Um, I I I'm, it could be cute. It could be fun. I have to say, the fact that my dog looks exactly like Crypto kind of helps a little bit. And he's been Crypto for Halloween. We we have a red cape we put on him. Love it. Uh, we also saw a mid season trailer for Doom Patrol. Um, so yeah, this sorry, these news are going to come at you like kind of ping pongish a little bit here. Because unfortunately, like at this point of the DC fandom stuff, it's a lot of footage for shows that are currently airing and it's footage of those seasons right. and nothing and not a whole lot of new so right. i think they did one for for doom patrol legends of tomorrow are, are have you been watching doom patrol i i watched the first season and i loved it and then i just never got into the second okay. season because we should do a doom patrol because i I'm, I'm in the middle of third season right now right now they've released six episodes and i'm gonna go home today and watch the fourth of those six. all right so here, here's what we're gonna do you're gonna finish <laughs> Titans, Titans, and I'm, I'll finish Doom I Patrol. Finish Titans. <laughs> oh, Titan! This season's been phenomenal. Sean, can I just, Sean can I just s- knows it's a show. Can I skip show? second season? No, you can't show? skip. Oh, come on, you can't skip. Come on, we, we're better than that. All right. Some other things that came out is we got a glimpse from Sandman of Lucifer. One picture played by Gwendolyn Christie. Now, if you're not a um, Game of Thrones fan, you might not know too much about Gwendolyn Christie. Wasn't she in Star Wars too? Oh God, for like seconds. Phasma. Oh yes. Well, that, right, and that was barely her. She was in a suit. No, we don't talk about it. I know that was horrible. One of the biggest letdowns. Uh, but she in a movie of letdowns. She was great in Game of Thrones until the very end, when the plot did not do her justice. 
Speaking of Justice, we also had uh, – they released <sighs> nice two segue. episodes for Young Justice Phantoms. Now, they – Young Justice is one of the most unique shows on, like, the DC list where it went away for years because Cartoon Network wasn't making money off the toys. <sighs> and then they – it came back for uh, HBO Max, and then they were like, all right, new season's coming out soon, coming out soon. And then during DC Phantom, not only did they release – the first two episodes, but they're also like, oh, yeah, starting October 21st, new episodes every Thursday. Mm. So that's another show that I know Ronnie and I want to talk about and uh, talk right. about uh, Teen Titans just because mm-hmm. why not? It's our show. We can talk about Teen it. Titans go? Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> How dare you bring that into All my right. house? They are, it is the same actors. You, you. <laughs> we also, and uh, I know there's a bit of appreciation for this one. We had our first look at Naomi. Naomi is uh, Ava DuVernay's yep. new CW show, and it is a, a DC show. I know nothing about this, and, and, uh, and I follow Ava DuVernay. How do I not know this? Uh, what is this? It's Casey Walfall as the titular black female superhero. So it is a show that's coming out. Um, I don't know if they released the, uh, the date, but we did get our first look at it. I'll send it to you. That is nice to know, though, that they did throw her something else after her uh, movie got canceled. The um, uh, What is the, the – You got this. I believe in you. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up because I don't remember that. All right, then I'll keep talking. Keep going. We also had our first looks at uh, the new animated Catwoman uh, Hunted. I believe it's another HBO uh, Max-inspired film. Pennyworth is returning for season three and going to HBO Max. I I will say I am excited. New Gods. New Gods. That was was it, yeah. I am excited about that because Pennyworth seems like something I should be watching, but it's never been – what was it on? Stars? Epics. Epics. And I don't have Epics. Yeah, I don't have Epics either. But if it's moving to HBO Max, I'll give it a shot. I don't even think the CEOs of Epics have Epics. You know, I I really hope – I know Rob has really wanted the Jarvis-Alfred crossover. uh, What was it called? Forks on the left. Forks on the left. Um, and it was a that, musical interlude. That's actually his dream, his his bucket list television show. He's working on it right now. Not gonna lie, I would love an Alfred multiverse movie where it's just all the different Alfreds, and they're all just sitting Who around wouldn't? Wayne Wayne Manor, just going, "Would you believe what my Bruce Wayne did? No, would you? Be- mine that, mine now, has Robert Pattinson long hair. Well, now that we've seen Andy Serkis's Alfred Pennyworth, there's another. Now we've officially got another Pennyworth. In you know this, the so. one thing we haven't gotten from an Alfred Pennyworths yet? unite. Yeah, that's what we haven't gotten. That's what it's going to be called. <laughs> the one thing we haven't gotten from a movie Alfred. I don't know about Pennyworth because I haven't seen it, or uh, I don't know him too much from Gotham. Mm-hmm. But a movie Alfred is him with a shotgun. There is a. <laughs> so fun fact for those of you guys who don't know, the Bat family, which consists of Batman, Nightwing, Robin. Red Hood for sometimes, and uh, you know Batgirl, like all those side characters. Alfred and Red Hood are the only characters that Batman says can use guns. The rest cannot. Uh, Red Hood mostly just because he doesn't always associate with Batman, and I think in in more modern times a little less with the firearms. But Alfred was a, for a long time the only official member of the Bat family that was allowed to carry a firearm and use it. And there's some great shots of him like standing guard at like the Batcave with a shotgun. The most dapper man, like so polite about it. Uh, Anything else? Yeah. Oh, I got lots. Blue Beetle. uh, We had our first look. We had our first look, and it is an all Latinx uh, team, uh, which is very cool. Uh, HBO Max. Yeah, HBO Max. Uh, We got the first, one of the very first images from the DC's Monkey Prince. I have no desire. (laughs) All right. Gotham Knights uh, video game? So excited. Okay, tell us a little bit about that, because you're the gamer. I'm not. So Gotham Knights is... um, it's a four-player co-op Batman-inspired uh, story. Uh, there was rumors that it was part of the Arkham series. It turns out that it is not. It's in its own separate continuity right. where basically Batman has disappeared. And it's up to Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl, and uh, Red Hood to keep Gotham safe. And uh, it looks to be a co-op, and you can play as different characters. They all have different uh, specialities and different abilities. And it's based on the Court of Owls. It is based on the Court of Owls. They are going to be the bad guys, which is super exciting. They are The Court of Owls are one of those groups that have come in really late to the mythos, but have really done well and mm-hmm. are very popular. Uh, speaking of gaming news, we also have uh, the new Suicide Squad video game coming oh, out. Oh, yes. That one is a sequel to uh, the Batman Arkham uh, Knight series, okay. and uh, I am super excited because it looks like you're going to be playing as different members of the Justice League, like Captain Boomerang, Harley <laughs> Quinn, Deadshot, and you're basically fighting the can Justice I, League. Can I play as Pete Davidson? Don't worry about it. <sighs> He didn't make it past the opening credits. No, neither did neither did Captain Boomerang, and he's in the show. But he's still legendary. We love him. Uh, let's see. We have season three of Batwoman. 
Again, another uh, show that after Christ on Infinite Earth, I just completely yeah, fell off. I didn't get it. Catwoman Hunted. I mentioned that. That is a DC movie. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, their 100th episode is coming up, and uh, they are bringing back so much of the original cast, it's making my head spin. Really? Is Rip coming back? Rip is coming back. Uh, Wentworth Miller's coming back. I think Hawkman's coming back. Ooh. But definitely not uh, Mick. I don't know off the top of my well, head because I know like he left the show on bad terms. Uh, not bad terms, just weird terms. Who is next? Uh, Dominic Perel, uh, Heatwave. Heatwave. What do you mean he left? He left the yeah. season. When? This, like at the beginning like, of the season, didn't it? Like, no, at the very end of this past season, I believe. He was like one of the only last originals. Him and uh, Katie Lotz. Yeah. yeah. But, but it, just, uh, like, it came out of nowhere. Like he just had this issue with some, like with yeah. either with uh, CW or with the producers yeah, of the show. Did, I don't know. How did they write him out? Was it one of those? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. So oh, and it just going to be one of those Poochie has returned to his home planet kind of. Okay. Mild spoilers for Legends of Tomorrow. Mick got him. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. Mick got impregnated by an just alien. Stop. Just stop right there. And he's off to raise his no. alien spawns with that alien. No, stop. I'm dead serious. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. I don't accept that in my reality. I'm dead serious. <laughs> it was actually a very uh, poignant and turning point for Mick because they they reintroduced his his illegitimate daughter in this. Because um, of time travel shenanigans. What, what was the name of that ba- main bad guy in the first uh, season? Vandal Savage. Yeah, is he coming back? No, he cameoed last season though. Oh, did he? Yeah, okay. he cameoed uh, in Hell of all places. Okay. Um, and Matt Ryan is no longer playing John Constantine. And okay. he, he's been uh, very similar to what they did with uh, uh, the girl who played Charlie, who was uh, another character. In the, they brought back the actor as a okay. different character. So, um, yeah, a lot of we- – Legends of Tomorrow really kind of went off the rails for me. And I, I liked it. But the problem is it didn't feel like a DC show anymore. Like yeah. they, they were they were doing original characters. It was very and, Doctor Who-ish. Yeah, and, the, and some of those original characters just didn't fly. Well, like they have Gary on that show. and I, don't, I never liked Gary. I'm I don't sorry. like Gary. And then they were like, we're going to make Galeon, Gary an alien. like uh, part of the Time Variance uh, Association. No, that's, that's Loki. I know. The Time Bureau. Time Bureau, and he's like this geeky like office guy. But he's actually an alien in the sky. It's very weird. It was funny like every once in a while as comic relief, but then they incorporated him into the show show and it was just awkward yeah uh titans season four they announced that batgirl let's see what else harley quinn season three uh batman that's Qu- another show i gotta watch batman the caped crusader a new animated series uh young justice we mentioned that um shazam wonder oh wonder woman is celebrating her 80th anniversary and they did officially officially announce that they were going to be getting another one because we were all so surprised by that mm-hmm. what that uh, they're making one yeah three? they are they are not shocked that yeah. they were going to do that sweet tooth talked about season two i we watched the first episode of season one and it just kind of it didn't really i watched the entire season one and i kind of didn't really really and you watched yeah. the whole season yes. <laughs> it was and i have to say now i think we are in the minority because i know a lot of people who really liked the show it was so like milk toast it was very middle of the road like i, I just didn't get much out of it and i love toast but anyway. and i think that's about it for me that wraps up about all so, the announcements obviously we don't have a star city rating today it's a little yeah. bit different so can, can i just I, can i just say one thing yeah hit it i'm on the multiple fan cast you, you know what happened yesterday what happened yesterday 20th anniversary of of smallville of smallville yes let's uh, that is one of the other reasons uh, i did yeah. want sean sean they they did they did there was a lot of posts about it and uh, obviously you and I watched the entire show. Oh, that's um, what the only show I ever stuck with from beginning to end. And it is one of those shows. For those of you guys who don't know, Smallville was on the WB, then the CW, and it was the ten year journey of Clark Kent becoming Superman. Even though we'll never see it, um, it's only more recent years that a lot of the cast have been like so adamant about talking about it. And there there is talks about revivals and cartoon series. They did a comic book uh, continuation. Um, I listened to Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, Inside of You, mm-hmm. with Michael Rosenbaum. It's, I just love the title. But um, he's got a little theme song and everything, too. But for me, like, and for Sean especially, we uh, that was a, a big part. Not even like a big part of our friendship, but it was just something that kept us connected for years. Oh, that's through high school, man. Yeah. Every, every high school, was college. It, it was first on Tuesday nights, then it went to Wednesdays, Wednesdays Thursdays, and ended up on Fridays for a show that moves its uh, night of uh, airing that many times. The fact that that show lasted 10 years is pretty uh, 
remarkable. Pretty incredible. Especially, you know, after three and season three and season four, the fact that that show continued. Yeah, we got lucky because that's when the show picked back up. Yes, yes. Now, for, and you know, I talk about it because, you know, Sean and I, that show started when we were 14. And anybody who knows, when you're 14 going to 24, your life is going to change dramatically. And it was one of those things that, you know, this was before texting and really the online stuff. Like, you know, Facebook was just kind of hitting big when we were, you know, 18, 19. So it was our way, like we would talk to each other, like Sean went away to college, I stayed local, and then I went away for a year to find myself, I still haven't found it, but um, you know, that was one of those things that Sean and I still connected on, and we watched that series finale together, um, we watched uh, Absolute Justice, we watched that together, yes. like we had some great memories with that show, and you know, to have a 20th anniversary, we, at one point we will do a Smallville episode where it's just going to be me and Sean, sorry Rob and Ronnie. But um, <laughs> no, 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 no need no. to be apologetic. No, I'm just gonna tell Rob he's got to watch ten seasons <laughs> of, of pure WB. I, I tried watching a couple episodes and and I just I couldn't get into it. But I I don't knock it. I I feel as if Smallville is a quality show. It's just it not something is. I want to get into. Yeah. So thank you for bringing that up. Cause, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I That's appreciate the reason it. why I'm here. But uh, so instead of Star City ratings. We're going to ask each each member of the table today. Can I rate DC? No. Oh. Because <laughs> we don't do negatives here. All right. This is not a negative podcast. Let me just wait for Marvel's big convention. All right. <laughs> they have one. It's the Disney convention. I want you to really think about what yeah, you just D23. said, though. D23. They have D23. And it's because they have to do... When Di- is? No, Disney has a convention where they do Marvel stuff. Yeah. Okay. DC has a convention. When it's not D- W. It's, it's not, not the a Warner convention. Brothers. It's done over the computer. Yeah, no, You're no, done no. over the computer. Just calm down. Your mom's here. done over the computer. Probably oh. easy <laughs> nowadays. But um, so when when D twenty three comes around, uh, comes around, we will definitely talk about some of the Marvel stuff that gets released. Yeah. But oh, uh, right now here I got a date on that November nineteenth to the twenty first. Oh, perfect. So that that's coming. Wow, that's really yeah, coming that's up. really that, soon. weird. Right that's after Eternals. Month. But um, you would think that they would be trying to hype up Eternals even more. But yeah. um. We're going to go around, and I want everybody to tell me the thing that they are most excited about. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll start, I'll, and this is weird for me. It's definitely the Batman. I'm super stoked to see it. Um, it's it's looking better and better. Uh, I am still a little worried. There's a, there's a scene in it where Pattinson hits the glass, and he says oh, yeah. something, and we're like – and Sean and I are sitting there going, what did he just say? Yeah. So I, I hope they, uh, they kind of well, – At least he didn't say – what Christian Bale says, which is, <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about that anymore. But uh, Sean, what are you um, most excited about? Most excited for definitely probably the Batman. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to the Flash. Though. Yeah. Um, but right now, gun to my head, I'm definitely looking uh, looking for uh, the Batman. Rob. Uh, two things. One is a minor excited. One is a very major excited. Uh, Doom Patrol, which if you're not into it, it is so incredibly absurd. And yeah. in any given moment, I have no idea what's happening and what's about to happen. Doom Patrol is like Legends of Tomorrow without any restrictions. Yeah, holy cow. Yeah. Um, and Sandman. Um, I'm seeing Lucifer, seeing Gwendolyn Christie as Lucifer. I'm like, wow, they nailed that. And like everything I'm seeing from that. Excuse me. Holy Everything He's that I'm choking t- up a little. editing, um, everything that I'm seeing coming out of that with uh, Sandman just seems to be just absolutely spot on. Neil Gaiman is is a genius, and I love what they're doing with it. So very excited for Sandman. I am intrigued by Blue Beetle though. Yes, I don't know why. Yeah, Blue I gotta say that's probably third on my list. I just list. Know, when did DC buy that Blue Beetle? Yeah, that's not a D- that did yeah, not originate as DC, DC property. It oh, is I, DC property. Oh, yeah. Oh, there was a character called Blue Beetle for like an, another comic book company back in like the 40s and 50s. Well, I think. there was a few different Blue Beetles. Oh, okay. uh, Ted Cord was a Blue Beetle, and it's funny because all of these, um, all of the CW shows have mentioned Ted Cord for years. Uh, oh no, Sean was right. The original Blue Beetle was created by Fox Comics and later Sean. owned by what? This guy by Charlton Comics. The first Blue Beetle was Dan Garrett, who. Uh, took vitamins because that was a big thing and then sacred scarab and then we had ted cord and now most recently uh jaime reyes mm. wow look at look at this uh, sean bringing knowledge hey, wow homework i gotta lay down um eventually i think that would be a really fun character study because i i always enjoy characters that have more than one character has taken a certain mantle mm-hmm. so that that's always a fun one but uh, i think that's gonna wrap us up for today 
Uh, we do have Fan Feedback Friday because uh, Rob's class does it, and <laughs> I don't have a choice anymore. <laughs> Hopefully it's better than Cinematic Adventures Fan Feedback Friday. Nobody, nobody answered. Obligated. Oh, really? Yeah. We what had was two. your question? We had, uh, who, what was the question? Who uh, we would people would want us to interview. Oh, uh, yes. Cause Which is weird because like, you would think movies and TV shows, but that's fine. So the question for us was, this week, if we can interview any superhero actor for the show – who should it be and tag them below so some people remember to tag the actor I tried tagging I couldn't do it in fact whoever did tag I think it was Karina that tagged Ryan Reynolds that's his fan page that's not even Ryan Reynolds that's the best <laughs> you could do uh, we have The Rock obviously uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth Ronnie just has a crush on him I think right. Ryan Reynolds Shaq, yes. Yeah, I, I showed the trailer for Steel in my class. Yes. And now they're <laughs> obsessed with Shaq. We, we are going to do an episode on Steel. Sean, you've <sighs> got to be there for it. i got to watch the movie again. I haven't no, seen no. that movie in almost 30 years. Let's see. we got Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Tom Holland, Grant Gustin, Edward Norton. I, I would hate to have Edward Norton on the yeah, show. They, why? They talk. Why? Because he's a, he's a dick. No, he's not. <laughs> he's a ter- he, they are horror stories of people working with him. The per- oh. Well, that's what... The, he's a diva. Yeah, the person that put that, 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 that suggested that for the, the interviews said that they heard that there was so much strife. Because what did I put? I put something next to it. Next so to we can hear all the dirt. Yeah, the, he said that Edward Norton has like all these like horror stories from Hulk and, and vice versa, you know, horror stories about Ed Norton when he was on Hulk, that we'd love to interview him and hear some of those. Well, even American History X, you hear stories about how, how much him and the director clash because Edward Norton's one of those actors that wants to have creative control. And that's fine to a degree, but you know, the director's there to do a job. Mm-hmm. You can't do the job if the you know. So there's been that you look up American History X and Edward okay. Norton, and there's a lot of stuff there. Well, I'm a Death to Smoochie fan. That's fair. <laughs> Death to uh, I do. Don't get me wrong. I like Edward Norton, and I've always enjoyed yeah. him in whatever he is. And I, I would have loved to see him continue as the Hulk, but that was when they had a very different Hulk. I hate yeah. to say it. Zack Snyder, I would love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Welling, uh, I can't say his last Who's name. Who said Tom Welling? Brendan Parada. Nice. Yes. Thank Blind, you, Brendan. Blind Bat. Michael nice. Rosenbaum. Oh, he would be great. I, I his his podcast is completely interview based, and he is so much fun. Just saying, he's probably the best Lex Luthor I'll, behind I'll agree. Uh, Gene Hackman. Yeah, yeah, I might agree with that. I, I will fantastic. say though, I will argue John Cryer was has done really well with the role. And you were so against that. Of course, and I was. was. Oh my so, god, he was so, so against wrong. That. What, what John? When? Oh, he was on uh, Supergirl, Supergirl. Uh, and Crisis. Now, yeah, I lo- I saw him. Also on that. watching, I like him. also watching Tom Welling punch him in the face was fantastic. That was good. Yeah. Uh, but that's huh, just because it's John Cryer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David Dasmich. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Sorry. Polka Dot Man. Yeah, he, he's done Polka Dot Man. He was in The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. He also was in Ant-Man. Yep. Like, he's done. Baba like, Yaga. Baba Yaga. He's done so much, and he's like that guy. Yeah. Um, he, he'd be really fun. Yeah, so I would love to hear his. And uh, his Michael Rooker. Yeah, Michael Rooker's a good Again, one. Michael Rooker because he's been, he's been in everywhere. everywhere. And he's such a big uh, convention guy. He's yeah. constantly at these things. But, uh,. All right, so I think that's going to wrap us up for today. This was a lot of fun. I hope uh, when we get to D23, we're going to probably do another episode yeah, for so. the Marvel stuff oh. and the Disney stuff, for maybe for Cinematic Adventures. Yeah, that's a good point. Fun. Good point. Crossover. Uh, do I, I don't know when the next D23 is. Do I smell a crossover? There's so many crossovers. At this point, it's just easy. You know, Especially when we want to just do one episode and just put them on both feeds. All right, yeah. we're good. But um, speaking of which, guys, uh, we do have some exciting uh, – crossover or interview style podcast episodes coming so keep an eye on your newsfeed. i'm going to make an announcement about that soon uh you can find us on facebook at the multiverse fancast or at cinematic adventures if you want to hear more about sean and just how sexy he is nothing i can smell it from here wow <laughs> no that was breakfast but anyway <laughs> we went to george's so uh you can find us also on our main page the misfit faction and the misfitfaction.com our youtube channel which is the misfit faction media network where all of our podcasts are automatically uh, transcribed and put up there uh just in case you uh like your youtube we like comments comments likes subscribes all those fun things uh instagram the misfit faction twitter misfit faction and uh yeah if you just try hard enough and you believe you can find us wherever you really want so that's going to wrap us up. We want to thank Sean for uh, taking some time out and also helping with some production uh, issues on some of the other things that yes, we're working on. No Sean. problem. So, oh, uh, and by the way, D23 is not till September of 2022. Oh, I thought. Wait, what? I thought I just looked it up and it said November 17th. That said, moves from 2021 oh, to September. Oh, they moved it. Boo. Oh, they, they probably man. didn't want to uh, deal with. San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, that's because right. that's happening. That's gonna be weekend. probably our next big episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's gonna wrap us up. As always, I'm Paul. And somebody say their name next who's on the show. I'm not Ronnie. Neither am I. (laughs) 
I'm Rob. And this was weird. We'll be back in a flash? I'm Sean. And as Batman would say, Smog is work.